<laughs> no. Uh, that's all I can say to that. Uh, Chris Whitty, next slide, please. Just so I can remember what I'm talking about. Do we have a slide? So lots of our thinking that has come out uh, for what we've been talking about has come out of a report that Tear Fund and Youthscape did together of teenagers, Christian teenagers aged 14 to 18 on the climate. The report was called Burning Down the House. Uh, and you can look it up online. But these were two of the stats that really kind of stood out for me and for us as a youth group, that 84% of young Christians thought it was important that the church responded to climate change, but only 9% thought that the church was doing enough about it. Now, I don't think that's because we're not doing enough about it. There's always more we could do, but I think it's the fact we don't talk about it. And this whole series has been about that, of trying to raise awareness of creation within our congregation and trying to encourage more of us to, to speak up and act for creation. So I've got some notes on a first category about sharing. And some of the challenges from young people were this, that we should always put climate change first. The priority must be creation. It's because for young people, the creation that they are growing up in now will be their future. We're not talking just 10, 20 years down the line when estimations are aiming and talking about temperature rises. We're talking about 50 years down the line, 70 years down the line of the world that our teenagers and children are going to inherit. The next challenge was to think about the consequences. So of all the things we do in our lives, big or small, think about the impact and the consequences that it might happen, that, that it might have. And one of the third key points we talked about, and I know that the wider church talked about this in house groups and, uh, and the other week, was that we are all equal in the eyes of God. And actually issues of creation, of climate change, are actually issues of social justice or social injustice that it's actually racist, it's actually sexist because of the way we treat the world and the way it impacts the poorest of the poor. And we agreed as a youth group, uh, and to quote, social injustice is bad. And I think we can all agree that, yeah? When people don't have what they need to get through their lives, that is bad. On that note, we're going to hear from Joss again. So... My family absolutely adore snacks, but the thing is, the plastic we get from them isn't recyclable. So we decided to make a more sustainable path and put them in these eco-bottles, which can be used to make bricks, roads and paths, because they take years to break down. You go like this, and you can stuff them in here. Stuff them in here. Get this, yeah. And um, these probably my favourite. Can I have a word with the Barham family <laughs> directly? Um, what? Where? Where is, is Joss in the room? Yeah. What was that? What was your favourite? What was that? Oh, they're actually dog biscuits. That, okay. I thought they were going to be breakaways, but dog biscuits are your favourite. Your favourite to crunch or the favourite to eat? Right, okay. So um, we looked at various uh, things uh, in our last session of youth, and we came up with, the four, with four stages that we took out of a passage in the Bible as how actually Jesus approached his kind of mission and world. And there are four stages that are going to appear uh, on the screen. 
Uh, and we looked at a Bible passage that talked about how Jesus went around uh, doing his, his work and his ministry. And we spotted a couple of things. That the first thing he did was told others. He taught to others. He was a teacher. And you can read this if, uh, if you want to read this passage. It's Matthew uh, 25 that is this week's, uh, this week's passage. He connected with other people. He got down on their level. And importantly, he also listened. So when it comes to issues of creation, of things we want to change, areas that we're passionate about, it's really important for us to spend time with other people uh, who have similar mindset or similar viewpoints uh, as us. The second thing he did was act. So in this passage, Jesus healed someone. He actually did something. And when it comes to the issue of creation, of climate change, of the environment, it can feel like our actions are so small. But it only takes us to start small and do small actions. Thirdly, he went. Jesus went and saw the people who were affected. He went and saw the marginalized. He went to see the poor. So the challenge was to visit or see things that are impacted. So if you are passionate about climate change, about God's creation, go see it. Not just on your holidays, but also see those who are impacted by our, uh, by our actions on creation. And finally, pray. Pray for more people to have a passion about creation. Does that say? Pray to share, to share, to act, to go, and more people in turn to go and pray. And that leaves us to the final couple of challenges that we had uh, from young people. And this is vastly summarized. I'll show you some were, some were very long um, pieces of creation, and there's lots more that we can um, get out of this. And do speak to uh, young people afterwards if you want to hear their viewpoints. Um, the first one was 10 press-ups to show you how you can be active. Um, if you can all do that when you get home, I think that would be a, a good start. It's definitely an icebreaker. Um, the biggest challenge, I think, was this. Try to identify a major blow to the environment in your daily life. Where in your daily life are you having a major impact on God's creation? What do you think about that for a second? I wonder where that is. Is it obvious to you? Or do you have to go search for it? Maybe the person sitting next to you could quite easily point it out, but you don't see it. Try to identify a major blow to the environment in your daily life and try to solve it. So it's all well and good seeing what it is that you want to change, but try to solve it. And we saw it on the videos and we saw Joss building eco bricks, but use the most reusable stuff that you can. We had so many suggestions. We've seen so many on the screens. Soap bars instead of liquid soaps, refillable products, eco bricks. We can all make these little impacts in our home. And you know what? If someone else, if there's anyone in the country who can do it, it's the people in Surrey who have the homes and we have some of us, the spare money to be able to invest a bit more in reusable products and eco-friendly. I know not everyone has the spare money, and that's the problem, that being eco-friendly, looking after creation, is financially costly. But if, if it's people in Surrey in England who can't do that, then who can? So it has to start with us. We're going to watch one final video, and then our hosts are going to talk us through what we're going to do to pray. faith. We hear God's call to creation care and see a world that's been neglected, a world that's on fire. 
And if we, the church, don't care enough to put it out, who will? We are in a climate emergency. Extreme weather conditions are destroying people's livelihoods. Natural disasters are leaving many without a place to call home. And people's lives are being lost. Those who contributed to this problem the least are suffering the most. We don't just care because it may one day affect us. We care because it's already affecting thousands around the world. And soon, we will pass a point of no return. If we sit back and do nothing, many more lives will be lost. To do nothing is to turn our backs to our God-given duty. It is up to us as those who are called to love our neighbor to do just that. How can we claim to love God if we do not care about his creation? How can we claim to love others when we are burning down their house? We, the church, must love in action and not just word. We must hear the cries of a world in peril and use our platform to respond with the love of Jesus. A love that disrupts the status quo and inconveniences itself to bring restoration. This is our responsibility. This is our worship. Thank you.